the stripped down know nothing podcast focusing on the bare naked ladies that's right whether there's something i hate or something i don't mind from told you so to something you'll never find we're it's all been done the podcast he's too frightening to name <laughs> never mind he's my co-host evan god forbid you and i ever find better words to describe my co-host saker mm, what word do you use to describe right now to describe this moment um to describe your co-host no, no, oh, no. T- no, to describe you. Well, God forbid we ever find better words to describe me. Uh, than... gris- gristle. 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 <laughs> you did describe me as a gristle beard before the show. Yeah, Saker's, uh, Saker's got the COVID beard. Oh, yeah. You get you get COVID for a week. You just looks grow pretty okay. and Looks grow pretty okay. And looks pretty okay. You know, you said so. Someone else said so. And then I went to my partner and I was like, what do you think? And she was like, no, it does not look good. Well, that's the only thing that matters. I don't know. Are you a are you a happy happy partner happy partner kind of person? <laughs> you know me. If your partner's happy, you can fart anywhere you want in the house. <laughs> That's correct. If your partner's That's... not happy, you gotta like go into the bathroom, light a candle, that sort of stuff. You gotta fart. In well, the you're a very private bathroom person in general. Right, but my farts. No, farts are I can fart anywhere. Oh, why are farts different from poops? Hmm. You know, let me <laughs> let me turn that question back around on you. Why are okay. farts different? Than... Oh, it's <laughs> big. Well, I think I remember as like episode, like season six of our show, you said poop is big fart and thing come out. <laughs> I think is how you described uh, a is this pooping. is this Brandon Lady's IABD canon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we were talking about uh, farts and poops, and I think we've had this discussion before. And uh, I think honestly, yeah, uh, I think not every fart is a poop, but every poop is a fart. And every kiss begins with K. <laughs> we have a new sponsor this week on the podcast. Yes, that yes, be... yes. Uh, you, you listeners can't see our fingers, but we are diamonded up. That's right. We are star-studded this week. I've got the eight-carat brisket ring. And I'm wearing the Princess Cut Jewel Spectacular. It was created for the Queen Elizabeth's Autumn Jubilee in 1983. Um, mm. she wore a rhinestone studded carnival mask with a long nose and it was wow. full of diamonds and those diamonds were taken out and princess the nose, cut, the nose was full of diamonds. She would just like do a little oaky blow and diamonds would come out. No, no. She was just, it's, it's, um, it's, you know, pride of place. So they were, they were just, uh, you know, those long carnival masks with a huge like nose, a yeah. big beak, like a, like a yeah. doctor mask. And yeah. it was just full of like diamonds, uh, one oh. to three carat diamonds, but um she was breathing on them all night so they've been breath breathed on by the queen the queen mom for uh and sweated on and uh she talked into them so affairs of state were conducted over these diamonds and that's why they're so valuable i see i'm wearing also the princess cut diana got hurt diamond (laughs) that's Uh, back before she died she got hurt the one time yeah so they called it the princess cut um yeah i don't know do you know i don't know anything about diamonds i bought my partner an emerald ring when we got married why no diamonds yeah they're they're um bad i know that sure Um, yeah they help fund uh i know de beers has like artificially uh, inseminated the price hey i could use a couple of de beers right now (laughs) (laughs) i I had a couple too many de beers last night opened up my blood diamond mine but yeah I i know that we can make a basically perfect copies of diamonds in the lab and uh, the only people who can tell them apart are jewelers so at the point where you're making a copy of something that is so perfect that you can't tell the difference 
what's the point of buying a real diamond? I mean, I bought, I remember my family used to do like a gift exchange, like a white elephant thing where, you know, you get to steal gifts from everybody else. And every year I would bring a like eight carat diamond ring. Just, oh, because you could just get them for get them for like twenty, thirty bucks. Because it's just how. A, it's where just do a you line. get them online? I'll, I'll buy you one right now. Please, okay. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> but I don't need one because I have this beautiful cut from K Jewelers. You can go into any K Jewelers and fart to get a ten percent discount. What were we talking <laughs> just about? Mention, fart and mention 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 IABD. <laughs> you have to let out a rip roar and fart while you yell. It's all been done. <laughs> And they'll give you a little discount. So I'll get you this limited time special women's lab created white sapphire sterling silver engagement ring. $15 from JCPenney. You cannot buy me an engagement ring, buddy, because we are both married. Well, I'm told you have an open relationship. So Are you a uh, poly- polygamist? No, no. I'm a polymamist where I Uh-oh. marry people. I don't engage in any sort of uh, interplay. It's just, intercourse. just boob, a boob play with a polygamist, no, ring, I think. Ring, ring play. Oh, okay. I thought it had to do with the memories. My my apologies. No, um, matrimony. Polymatrist? That's where... Pol- no, that's poly- where you own more than one Casper. Mm-hmm. You own a Casper, mm-hmm. you own a Lisa, oh, you own a... Oh, man. Instead of getting box springs, just put another mattress under there. That's what I say. Hey. Cheers Princess, to that, buddy. Princess in the pee sort of shit. You know? Yeah. Six, seven hey. mattresses. Put a pee under there. If you can If you can feel it, then you, got, you don't have enough mattresses. Every kiss begins say. with K. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's about time to talk about... <laughs> This every week's piss, every piss begins with K. Every piss begins with P. That has nothing to do with what we just said, but it is a good premise to jump off of. The song this week is called God Forbid. And if you've never heard it before, listeners, here is a quick sample. Okay. Okay. A mellow little melody. To yeah, I feel like we've gotten like seven of these. Wow. Okay. Right off the bat, you're just going hard on Ed, huh? Well, I feel like this album has a real saggy middle. Interesting. Okay. What What sounded like this to you? I'm trying to remember. I'm looking up Detour de Force right now because I mean we just came off of Bylaw and Here Together and Flat Earth. I don't think any of those sounded like it really. Maybe Live Live Well. I don't know. What what do you think sounded like like it? I feel like, um, well, I feel like they all have just been sort of slow. Like, I don't know. I just want them at a higher tempo. (laughs) tempo. You poisoned your fucking brain is what you did. You, you did this thing where you put, you, you, you're living your life on 1.5 speed now. Do you feel like when you're walking around that everyone is also talking too slow? Like your partner saying something and you're like snapping your fingers. like Always, always, always. <laughs> but it was like that years ago. That's why you're we just... have this podcast because you're the only, only, one of the only people who talk fa- talks fast <laughs> enough for me. Sure. Um, wow. Yeah, I think you poisoned the well on this album, bud. Did you, yeah, did you yeah, put this one up to 1.5? Oh hell yeah! It was not not great. The intro was great on one point five speed because it was like, uh-huh. like, um, and then uh, Ed singing was not so good, but the drums were awesome. They turned into like a techno riff. Oh, like, and then 
I think uh, 1.25 speed is a sweet spot. So I, I kicked it down one little notch, and that's where I wanted to listen to this song at. Sure. You know, I'm kind of disappointed that this is our last album in some ways, because we've built up such a, like, we have segments now, and for every album in the future you would have had to have like given a review on what this song is like on 1.5 speed we've just built up these uh you know we put everything up against joe camel or the technodrome <laughs> i just i wish that we had more god forbid the barenaked ladies would release more content that's not what I they're going say. to in like four more years right it's true we'll be back but we'll, have, for- we'll have forgotten how to do this show by then i think but aren't we doing like one a month forever? Yeah, but they're not the same. We're not doing individual tracks anymore, right? We're going to do like, uh, let's review the Sheryl Crow album, right? Aren't we? Aren't, no, aren't, I think we're going to do individual. I thought we were going to do tracks. Oh, I had, I well, didn't. Well, it'd be a grab bag. Neither of us know what this show looks mm-hmm. like coming up. <laughs> we're mm-hmm. just doing a show. We'll figure out what it is later. Um, But uh, but yeah, I, this song I don't think would translate well because it's a slow, sad little ballad, right? Yeah, yeah. It it seems belabored to me. Wow, I had I never cared about typical <laughs> things. Like I do not. This song Ed is quietly effective on this one. I feel like in the past on the quiet songs, he just wasn't like going for it enough for me. Like I wanted, but here he's hitting the perfect timber. He's here. Timber. He's not like, he's not hitting it hard, but it's like perfectly quiet for this melancholic song. Like I didn't think I didn't mind the, uh, the sort of, uh, I wouldn't even call the pace belabored. Well, I'm glad. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Makes me really happy to hear that from you. (laughs) You were just, you were just not into the idea. This is, just a slow this is Ed's fucking wheelhouse now though. It's a slow four four jam where like jam. He just jams on it. Uh I don't know. I do agree that the song cannot follow through on the premise of the introduction, which I feel is majestic. Oh, the planetarium opening, as I like to call I them. I love, we've done them before, we'll do them again. I love these planetarium openings. Like a nice new agey soundscape. Oh, this one, should, it could follow, follow right on. What's that? Northern Lights. Like this one, just just push smush the tracks together. I think we could put together an LP of like four or five Bare Naked Ladies planetarium jams. And that might, <laughs> what was the one where the angels were breaking into the church? Was that uh, Crawl? <laughs> yes, crawl. The- Crawl. Yes, like that was a great fucking planetarium jam. To, like they the nineteen eighties sword and sorcery movie Crawl. Oh, I forgot about with the, that with the glaive. Tiny. Uh, oh, see, you think of the glaive, I think of Sean Connery and the speedo. That's my number one go to when I think. That's of Crawl. Zardoz. Oh, it is indeed Zardoz. Who's in Crawl? Uh, let's see. Liam Neeson as a <laughs> as a minor character, and then Hagrid, the character, the guy who plays Hagrid, is also a, a sort of minor Weird. character in. But like everybody else, like the main characters, I don't think any of them ever became a big name actor. Okay, and Hagrid continues to not be a big name actor. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? We're watching uh we're still watching Clone Wars. I feel like we're watching Clone Wars in during the Gordon era of this podcast, uh, my partner and I. But uh Qui-Gon Jin's ghost is in an episode and I was like who played Qui-Gon Jinn again? And she was like, that was Liam Neeson. I was like, Liam Neeson was in Star Wars? (laughs) Like, it seems like (laughs) an impossibility that Liam Neeson was a part of the Star Wars universe. But those prequels were a madhouse, man. 
Having Samuel L. Jackson as a Jedi is fucking weird. Yeah, I mean, well, he like bullied his way on. That's what Remember? I hear. Yeah. Like he's like he's like he had enough star power, a cachet where he could be like, I'm gonna be in the movie, and I'm gonna have a lightsaber. I'm gonna be the best Jedi, and, and I'm gonna have a purple lightsaber. It's gonna be awesome. It's the only purple lightsaber in the universe. Hey, bud, I gotta turn it around. We binged the rest of Book of Boba Fett up to episode mm-hmm. six, which is out right now. Mm-hmm. Although by the time people are listening to this, the series will be over. Fuck, it's so good. Oh, it is good now because it became the because Mandalorian two point five. Once we get off of the fucking snooze fest that is the character of Boba Fett. I, yeah, I think we, we, we both like ships passing in the night. We've done it at 180. I'm like, yeah, I wanted, I wanted more crime drama and I got a bunch of flashbacks. And then finally they're like, Boba Fett is huge. And then I'm like, okay, finally crime drama. No, no. It just means Boba Fett's not going to be in the episode at all. Yeah. He is in the episodes for two minutes was fucking total. gone. I love it. I'm so into it. He's so fucking Here's what we boring. need to do now. We need to find these guys and put them over there. All right. <laughs> Every episode was just him making friends. Oh, I know. That's what I like. I made more Slowly friends. Building. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a bu- I just, I get pissed off because every Star Wars story has to be the fucking same. Like. The Skywalker saga. Well, yeah. It all has to be fucking light versus dark Jedi shit. You can't. And, and I, I, there was like a moment where I thought the book of both that was going to tell a different story. But no. No, it's just telling the goddamn same story again. <laughs> get which fucked, is, idiot. <laughs> yeah. Which is fine. There's just. Star Wars is a place. You can tell other stories than, you know, light side, dark side shit. I don't, but um don't know if you can spoilers for book of boba fett uh that like cgi uh ls guy ls you know the big l my son's name oh yeah I try not to give away uh, okay well it's the lucius series. lucius watson skywalker <laughs> sure why'd you dox yeah, he, your uh, whole last child's name on this podcast i love it well we've said their names tons of times yeah i guess so i've never given my yeah. little boys little megabyte it's a middle name Oh, no! There it is! It's out there in the <laughs> yeah. universe. I, might... I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. Yo, go, well, good. I'm glad you knew it. But yeah, like, the, like it, it was seeing seeing the Luke the Lucas uh, skywalks on the screen was simultaneously awesome and also terrifying because, like, deep fakes have gotten so good now. Do you know Mark Hamill was not at all involved in that? It was no? neither his voice nor his... Oh, no, I don't even think he was acting. No, he was acting in Mandalorian, but he wasn't in Book of Boba Fett. That was a stunt actor and an AI called Reese Beecher doing his voice. Oh, fuck. Did he even get paid yeah, for his image? he got paid for his image, and he's in the credits, but he had nothing to do with it. Isn't that wild? Yeah, that's fucked up, Yeah, too. yeah. Apparently, this, this AI, Reese Beecher, they fed it a bunch of, like, they had Star Wars teleplays and, like, Mark Hamill reading a novel, uh, a just Star Wars novel, and, like, a bunch of, like, clean VO from the original trilogy, and they just fed it all in, and now it can replicate his voice. Oh, man. So that means, like... If we get this app, we don't have to do any more podcasts. We can just like I mean, so- let it let it go. <laughs> Someone has to write them for us. I Welcome think. to it. Be done now, two guys <laughs> doing things all over. Smash them up together. It's bare naked. It's all over. Get out of your house. Get into the water. It's time for the place. He's my co-host, Oliver. And here, my co-host is the man with the pepperoni plan. Edsg. Hey, Edsg. Have you seen media? <laughs> oh, I look at it every day. I get inside my pumpkin and I put on a hat. 
<laughs> Naked. <laughs> One week. Uh, yeah, I think they would do so it. There, just there's a that's a, a clip of our our new podcast we're doing. <laughs> Although, Speature. do you remember what happened when I tried to feed all the Britney Lady songs into a? Uh, we got bouncing in the house, which. <laughs> <laughs> Bouncing in the house, bouncing in the house, bouncing in the motherfucking house. Yeah, all these B word, N word, <laughs> bouncing in the motherfucking house. Oh, Brennan ladies, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just a sad, sad country song. <laughs> that was a good one. That is, I feel like it could be a Brennan ladies song. Um, well, speaking of what what could be a bare naked lady? Hey, song, we were we were talking about the intro. Do you what is Ed saying at the beginning of this song? Can you I got, tell? Morning, morning for a gov. Morning to a gov. <laughs> oh, I like. I got. You want me to look up? Uh, I also got. Won't be till the god is full, or wrote me till I go to school. <laughs> I don't know. I I was hearing a Can bunch you of iso- things. I thought you could isolate the 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 tracks. Uh, you have that audio technology. I will run some audio technology on it, <laughs> and I'll run <laughs> respeature on it, and we'll see if we can't uh, figure out what Ed is saying there. Uh, so here's a clip. Nobody cares. Great. I don't know what morning, was just done. Morning to a gov is what I heard. Morning this could be our, our uh, Laurel, our Lori Yanni. Oh, Lori Yanni. Yeah. Yeah. Our our white dress, gold dress, our, or whatever it was. Green needle brainstorm. Uh, yeah. Okay. You don't know that one. Galaxy. No, I haven't seen that one. Oh, it's this little kids toy, and it was like Lori Yanni, except it either said brainstorm or green needle, which is like a lot but it it was uh it was convincing both ways look it up sometime i'll put it in the show notes <laughs> why do i we'll play a clip we'll play a clip of it right here great listeners what did you hear i heard pencils <laughs> give us a hashtag stab me with the needle or hashtag uh, storm my brain. <laughs> I don't know. We'll get one of those probably in six months. Um, <laughs> I see the drumming in this song. I thought was very very good at its normal speed. I th- I thought the drumming was very good. Stop. Okay, not too very at, at, at any at any speed. Okay, good. Like I I it was it was very workhorse. Like Tyler's doing a lot of like the reason mm-hmm. it sounded like a techno beat is because he's doing it so hard that it sounds like a drum machine. Like he's going at it, man. Mm-hmm. And they kind of drop out the instruments a lot in the verses to kind of highlight this uh, this drumming. And I super competent. He's fucking Ty is the man. He's so good at what he does. The Ringo star of the BNL. But people love a. Ringo's one of the last surviving ones. So if that says anything about the BNL verse. Well, well, I mean, 50% of the Beatles is still alive. 50% of the Beatles is still alive. That's true. Half of all their bodies <laughs> live on. Who do you think is going to win? Is it going to be win? Paul McCartney or Ringo Starr? Mm, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like Ringo's going to live forever. Oh, wow. Peace and love. Peace and love. Okay. Uh, Love, love. Peace and love, peace and love. Please don't sign me. Please don't send me any more things to sign. Peace and love, peace and love. Did you ever <laughs> see that YouTube video? No. Oh, he's like, I don't stop. Stop sending me things. Peace and love, peace and love. It's a very good video. Stop sending me things. <laughs> he's like, I'm not accepting any more signature things. Takes up too much of my day. Um, there's a solo in here. Is there?
I wrote that Solo is so affirming and just capital G good. It's not technical, but it's hopeful and it's lovely. That major key on it just makes it sound so nice. I just, it was very sweet. Well, so Kev gets a little, Kev gets a little squirt on like the melodeon or like a, a synth, yeah. right? Like a little like, yeah. like, and then the solo is just that repeated a little slower two times. That's the solo. Yeah, yeah. But don't you want that repetition to assure you that everything's going to be okay in the end? Like, we're not going anywhere. Hey, hey, buddy, it's okay. Isn't that sweet? <sighs> I suppose, but I don't, like, go to a... I don't go to BNL to be, like, my life reaffirmed. They're not like my uh, my teachers. Oh, they're very reaffirming to me. They're very really? life-affirming to me. Yeah, BNL doesn't make you feel like things are going to be okay in the end. They don't make you feel like you're an idiot. <laughs> that's who you go to bands to be made felt like an idiot i go to bands because in throughout my day i am often i often feel like i'm the smartest person in the room so i go to be uh belittled yes by my musical te- musical stylings yes uh you think bnl stands for belittled naked loser you think it's they're yes. describing you <laughs> i keep i keep waiting for them to put me down but they haven't yet <laughs> um i do love speaking of that little accordion that's why i need to go to Stephen page go fuck yourself Oh, yeah. I want him to play that live next time we see him. Are we ever going to say, hey, by the way, they just announced that this is the time of year when they would usually cancel for two years in a row their uh, Last Summer on Earth tour. But, buddy, it this summer is the the time. First, first summer on first Earth. First summer on Earth. We're actually going to go this year. How excited are you? I mean, am I, uh, from naked to fully clothed? Yeah. Uh, I guess a T-shirt and shorts? <laughs> yeah. That's probably what you'll be wearing at the last Sandals summer on Earth tour. And a headband Ooh, to keep the sweat out of my eyes because I'm going to be dancing so hard. Wristbands. Uh, yeah, okay. I'm excited. I'm super excited that we are going to see, finally, the last summer on Earth tour. July 20th, 2022 in Cincinnati, Ohio. Should we have a uh, a get-together? Uh, an IABD get-together at the PNC Pavilion. Like a, a meetup, a fan meetup for fans of our show. I would be made. I would be made to feel uncomfortable by anyone uh, relating me to this show <laughs> in the real world. You think so? Yeah, because like I don't know. I feel like podcasts in particular are s- creepy because you have like all the listeners. Well, all of our dozen listeners have like a parasocial relationship, so they know us. They know us, right? But we don't know them, so they're like, "Hey, Evan, how you?" Blah blah blah. So it's like, it's like when you like meet somebody at a party. And you hit it off, and then you become Facebook friends, and then you never talk again, but, like, 80% of their life is on your feed right. for the next ever, Right. so you know them really well. Yeah. Yeah, okay. It's just like that. It's just like that. Like, um, and then you, you're getting a lot of their shit, but they're, you know they're not getting any right. of your shit, because they're not liking anything or anything like that, so, like, it's really uncomfortable. But it's- so I felt like, uh, I don't want to be ag- algorithm algorithmically stuck with the um our listeners it's or if, if anyone can make them to cincinnati it's a form of adulation it's a form of you know they know everything about you don't you want that sort of hero worship no you don't no oh okay well never mind and also what if there's just one person that shows up that would suck then we'd have to hang around with uh fucking uh jorky <laughs> <laughs> The fact that I can remember the name Jorky <laughs> means that what he did left an indelible mark on my soul when he rated our podcast one star five years ago. Ah, <laughs> oh, Jorky, I miss the guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, we can hang out with um, uh, Seas Richard. Oh, the Seas man. 
Um, yeah. I love that melodica accordion. I don't know what it is, but it's just the perfect bit of like melancholia in this song. It just feels like, you know, it's very sweet. It, re- it reminds me a little bit of Everything Had Changed, which is one of my favorite past BNL tunes. Uh, like I just, I thought it was a great choice of instrument for this song. Um, yeah, yeah, it worked real, well, really well for me. Yeah. A little, like I said, a little squirt, a little squirt after the, uh, after the chorus. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you want to talk about this, the lyrics of the song a little bit? Sure. Sad, sad song. Made me kind of feel weird. What, what, uh, let's, let's unpack those emotions. Okay. I would be happy to unpack <laughs> those emotions. They're all big parent hormones i mean oh yeah yeah i don't know did you did you listen to the behind the scenes i put it on my notes to listen to and never got around to it so what he said. i mean I, I i listened to it before i read the lyrics carefully i just kind of skimmed the lyrics watched the behind the scenes and then i really went in deep on the lyrics and it's a song i mean listening to ed talk about how like we never stop worrying about our kids ever just like whoo like it hit me all at once like a weird wave just like me and my kid and my dad and covid and fucking health scares and you know it just like listening to the to ed robertson talk made me like a little bit emotional which means that i'm in too deep i mean <laughs> this is <laughs> gotta get out of fatherhood I gotta get out of, get out of there bro. i gotta get out of fatherhood i gotta get out of better good ladies i gotta get i'm just done with all of it i think at this point fair enough all right like shut it down I don't know. Just like this, this song makes me think about all the stupid stuff I did as a kid, and I also I get scared out of my mind for my kid. And like, mm-hmm. I don't know. This is a this is a this is a rough one to listen to. Um, especially, I think there's definitely a, a a helpless hopelessness to it in a lot of ways. There's one line where he pauses. Uh, he's you know now you're miles away from me, and if I had to. I know there's nothing I can do like, boy, that's a bit like if I had to, I, 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 but I can't like, you know, man, Mm -hmm. they're going to be their own people eventually. And uh, there's nothing you can do about it. Now you're miles away from me. And if I had to, I know there's nothing I can do. I don't know. That's a big. You didn't have. Did you? You didn't have any uh, feels listening to the song. Um, no, not really. <laughs> Wait, did you? Did you have the same interpretation of it? No, no, I, I didn't. See. I didn't even. I thought maybe it was a love song or something. But yet, you're what hearing the hearing you say the parent thing makes a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, thinking about all that shit, I think you're right. Had I not known what the song was about before, I really dug into the lyrics. I may not have liked it as much. Um. But uh, the whole God forbid angle is, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that was, it was affecting, deeply affecting. But also the fact that you didn't get it means maybe it wasn't good enough. Maybe if you have to explain it for people to get it, maybe the song does suck ass. Maybe you're right, Ev. No, you hate this song and I'm with I you now. <laughs> I don't hate this song. I just, it's just kind of another, you know, it's not a poop. It's a fart. It's a fart. <laughs> wow. You know, there's no difference. <laughs> A poop is just a <laughs> fart. With a thing come out. Um, okay. So, uh, I think we, we, we had that argument before, and I think what proved it to you is, uh-huh. um, you can do one in a room full of like, people. You can do the <laughs> other. Like, like, 
I just farted in my pants. Yeah. It's something that everyone can kind of laugh about and, ooh, let's light a candle sort of thing. I just shit my pants. It's like a, a party ender. Like, that's it. You go, you either go home or you're going to have a rough night. I do. I don't know, man. There's a big. Just shart, just sharted. As, as our, uh, one of our previous, uh, uh, songs put it, there's a big dick energy to, to, uh, shitting to just uh, shitting your pants and telling the party like hey everybody i just shit my pants i just that's a that's a real that's a real john howell move truly four times you're warm forever um but like i don't know man i would i would laugh at that maybe harder than i farted in my pants i would be freaked out but that's like that's like a, a mental trick i use you know like um when you're nervous they say like imagine everybody naked sort of thing mine is uh imagining that realizing that everybody in the room has shit their pants sure and will probably shit their pants again. Wow. Really, really brings them down to my level. Yeah, for sure. Wow, everyone's a pants shitter in the end, aren't they? Yeah. And at the beginning. Well, if you either, yeah, you shit your pants at the beginning or you live long enough to shit them again. <laughs> Everyone either <laughs> burn out or shit your pants. Dies a hero or lives long enough to see themselves shit their pants. Sure, <laughs> yeah. Um, Ed takes a big swing at the end of this song. He says, though I do not believe he exists i still say god forbid how we live though i do not believe he exists i still say god forbid between this and flat earth this is the album where the brannigan ladies are not afraid to do a little bit of alienation like i kind of love that the thing is, like, those people, you don't want to be part of your fan base anyway. People who believe in just... God? I don't know. That's a... No, people who believe in... People who well, believe everyone should believe in God. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I feel you. Truth, for instance, Truth Warrior in the comments. <laughs> okay. We both saw Truth sick, Warrior. Sick, sick. <laughs> my, my, my alt account. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. If, if, if I am a Christian and I'm listening to music... I might think to myself, okay, I don't care if this guy believes in God or doesn't believe in God. But if he comes right out in the song and goes, I don't think so, then it makes me feel attacked, maybe? I don't know. I'm just sort of assuming what they might feel like. Yeah, I mean, well, belief's the absence of truth, right? You can't believe something that's true. So if you believe something people can believe the opposite. You should be allow people to believe the opposite because you can't know it's true. If it's true, sure. then suddenly it's not belief but anymore. It's a fact. Don't you feel like Ed is is forefronting his... Like, in a song... Well, I guess the song is called God Forbid. He should ad- at least address the presence or absence of God in the song. Mm-hmm. What brought out all the weirdos? Uh, you know, like, there were people comment arguing about whether God exists or not. Yeah. Got some sweet, like, Robbie Zacharias quotes. Oh, yeah. uh, Thrown out there. I don't know who that is, but somebody in the comments said he was a crank. He's a weirdo. Okay. I mean, he's just a, he's just a a Christian guy. Okay. A Christian, a Christian guy. Sure. Uh, What did, just, did he say? I don't know much, I don't know much about him. He's just a, he's just somebody people uh, quote all the time. Yeah. He's a, he's like a minister, I think. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was, you know. And again, of course, he's he's allowed to present his opinion and it's totally fine. But, you know, espousing, you know, listening to people no matter what, which is the idea of flip, right? I'm not saying that's specifically at odds with this song. Just that someone who's not afraid to alienate seems like they wouldn't be so open to listening to others' ideas. He knew this was going to be something that well, people don't rem- want to hear. 
remember the point of flip was not to listen to others is to listen to others with the idea of changing their minds you have an ulterior motive so get into their head so you can make them believe what you believe yeah 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 that was the point that was the argument of flip. was it that's literally what he said oh okay i don't remember his little gets his little fingers goes flip your perspective you know so you can convince other sure. people to believe what you want to believe so all i remember is i could be a little devil i could be a little saint <laughs> God, I love that song. What a great opener. Could you could you be a little devil, Saker? I don't know if I could be a little devil. I think I'm just always a little saint. Yeah, he's a cutie just boy. A cutie little boy. Yeah, I think I think what got me most about is the just the idea of saying God forbid, even though you don't believe there's a God, but like you know, trying to exercise some because I mean, that's what religion is, right? Uh, an attempt to exercise agency where we have none. Right? Yeah. All all sort of religion or mysticism or whatnot, like. I mean, we pray to God for to do stuff. Sure. We cast witches cast spells, you know, um, you know, all sorts of things like that. So you're trying to influence, you're trying to exercise influence on the world, right. and uh, uh, you know, magical thinking sort of thing. Because, I mean, even if you're religious, ir- irreligious, you can have like just because humans are so wired for pareidolia, we can still notice patterns and think we're affecting things. There's, I know, there's been numerous psychological experiments where I remember one where they gave uh, participants like a, a video game. And it would reward you when you did certain things, like, you know, move, get to the end of the level or something like that. And then they started, they gave you a game where it didn't really have levels, but it would reward you randomly. Um, so they started figuring out like, oh yeah, then you need to, you need to press up twice and then press the B button and then sure. jump and then do this and that. And so they come up with these really intricate like ways to get, and they're like, yep, that's how you get reward in this game. I figured it out, sure. but no, it's just a random reward. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, and I mean, I know I've I've exercised like rejectomancy with with my um, submissions and things like that. What is rejectomancy? Oh, that's where you like you're submitting stories to markets, and you know, nine out of ten of them are gonna, or ninety nine percent of them are gonna reject it all the time. But you think you can exercise some influence? So you're like, mine was I'll submit a story, and I'll, I won't touch it till I hear, you know, I won't look at it again, I won't think about it again until uh, you know I hear back from the editor. And if I open up the Word document, that means it's gonna get rejected. Wow. Like, so, you know. Like you know, baseball players wearing like lucky socks yeah. and shit like that, and fans thinking the, their, that their uh, belief in a team will help the team succeed. Sure. Um, so there's like a lot of, I mean, interesting things like that uh, with regards to like how humans interact with religion and and magical thinking in particular. Like anything can be sacred. Like I talked about the Queen Elizabeth's diamonds at the beginning of the uh, the of show. Course. Like those diamonds are the diamonds I'm wearing are functionally exactly the same as you know that diamond that i'm sending you right now through the mail from jc pennies but because the queen breathed on it you know it has a special cachet sure sure um and i mean anything can be cursed too like you know the diamonds that uh hitler wore uh when he, he committed suicide in the uh, bunker he and ava bronze ava bronze diamonds are cursed like um there was a a, a study that i was in uh when i was in a grad school uh, psych psych uh, when i was doing psych experiments when we were working in the lab where we would ask people uh, about uh wearing mr rogers sweater say if you put on a sweater that you knew was worn by mr rogers do you think it would it would be it would affect your mood or affect anything like that and 80 percent of the people said yes yes i feel like i would be more at peace more a little calmer if i were wearing mr rogers sweater. really yeah huh interesting so i mean because like um to name is sort of to rule like so you there, there was one I'm trying to remember where you have uh, two, uh, basically beakers, and there is um, one of them has you, you. You give the participants like sugar, and they pour it in, and then to one beaker. So you've got sugar water and regular water, and then you have them affix a label that says poison <laughs> okay. to the sugar water, 
and like nine times out of ten they'll they won't they don't want to drink it if it says poison even on it. if um, they did it themselves. even if they they know they know what they're doing they know what they've done they just prefer not to and um you give people uh little pieces of paper with names written on them and ask them to tear it up and they have no problem with that but you give them with like loved ones names written on it they are less likely to want to tear Weird. up a piece of paper with a loved one's name okay. on it. I mean, would you tear up a tear up a piece of paper with your son's name on it? I mean, yeah. You think you'd be? Am cursing I being him? paid for this activity? Uh, probably. Uh, you're getting credit for your psych one hundred one class. Yeah. Well, well, if I'm getting credit either way, then no, I will take the path of least resistance. Yeah, and I mean, like, like even people who aren't are total atheists believe in like karma, you know, because we have to believe in like a just world. We have to believe there's some sort of balance because that's just how our brains are wired. Right. Like. And then there's this sort of belief that the universe is sort of alive and conscious and that we can influence it in some right. way by just by, by manifesting our desires. Sure. Right. So, yeah. You know, I did find it weird the other day when your son was over here playing with my little boy. Um, my son has picked up the habit of saying, oh, my God, from my mom, who says it all the time. <laughs> and your son did something and my son went, oh, my God. And Luke looked at me and went, he can't say, oh, my God. Like tell tell him not to say God. <laughs> like you've trained your little boy to uh to fear God's name, <laughs> or at least to be respectful. Right. Of. Don't take it. I think that's my mom. Oh, is it uh, really? My mom okay. Is, yeah, my mom doesn't let doesn't like it when he says, "Oh my God." We say, "Oh God," all the okay, time. Okay, got it. Does he chastise yeah. you as well? Yes. <laughs> oh yes. wow. Okay. Getting chastised yeah. by your own son. That's a bummer. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's he mostly talks about death and like cutting off people's heads and ripping off fingernails and breaking arms and things like that. Eating people. Yeah, that's fun. You know. No, it isn't. <laughs> you've really raised them well. You've done a, you've done a good job to this point. Yeah. But then I'm also, best, it's very funny. He is going to be a pastel goth little boy because he's also mm-hmm. very much into Sailor Moon and uh, fucking he was into Rainbow Brights or not Rainbow Bright, mm-hmm. but uh, Rainbow Dash and uh, the, the cutesy side. So he's into horror, but he's yeah. also into cute. God, you need to show yeah, him happy yeah. tree friends. That should be your number one priority right now. I don't think I think he might be a little too young for that. No, buddy. nobody's too young for Happy Tree Friends. It's a cartoon. Cartoons are for everyone. <laughs> that's what they say. Mm-hmm. That's and the model. Stick it in the bank. That's right. So, J- Jonathan Cartoon, the first man. <laughs> Period. Um, Ev, do you have anything else? This this song was co-written by Donovan Woods, Canadian folk singer. Donovan Woods, Juno, Juno Award-winning Connor Woods. Yes, I suppose. <laughs> Do you have any he's more? Like a, he's like one of those. He's like a folk country singer. He's he does that like breathy sort of. Um, one time I came outside and I loved you today. Sure, that's I didn't listen to any you of know, his like music. Those, he's like a yeah, just long sort of songs okay. about rom- romance, which is what eighty percent of songs are about anyway. Yeah, so. sure, that's true. Yeah. Uh, beyond that, though, I didn't really have much about this song. Did you have anything else? You don't you don't have a YouTube comment of the week. There were so many good ones. No. Like there was one from like a a, a mystic of a Catholic yeah, church. She's like, I am a mystic, mystic, <laughs> which is just basically like. I did a little bit of looking into it, and it's like a mystic. Uh, they, they do the Catholic Church does not have mystics, okay. first of all. Um, but like it's a it's a term that applies to like an uncanonized saint. Okay, really? Oh my god! Yeah. So you can you can like be a mystic, but um, you know, in the process of canonization, like there's like levels of yeah. it. But like there's also people, you know, Christian profiteers who will ha- happily sell you a like diploma that says you're a fucking mystic of the right. church. Yeah. 
which is a which is a okay. Nightmare. So this person has bought a, bought a star on the internet is basically the equivalent of becoming a mystic. Okay, yep, got yep, it. Yep, it's a it's a it's an NFT for uh, mysticism. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, but I liked uh, Mary Ellen Gilvey's comment, the confirmed mystic. Yeah, she, it, it was, like, it, it took a turn. Yeah. Like, believe in God. You have to believe in God. It's true. I'm a mystic, and I know it to be true. I have manifested magical powers. Also, I saw you guys when you were at this concert, and you have macaroni and cheese, and I loved you, and my son still remembers it 30 years ago, <laughs> so believe in God, because he works in mysterious ways. Like, it's a generally good yeah. faith comment. Very... Yeah. Like, I feel like she's coming, she's coming in good faith. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? It... She might be, you know, she might be from the song Flat Earth, but you know, she's she's she seems yeah, nice. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It is. Uh. It's 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 just the quality. I don't. I didn't think any of them were funny enough to be. You Sager's YouTube comment of the also there was no tri data storage company. Who is my? I think he deserves a special theme song for when he comes along. It shouldn't be Sager's YouTube comment of the week. It should be tri data. Can you do the theme song for tri data storage company comment of the week? Try data. <laughs> it's just gold finger. It's the same. James Bond's try data. Okay. Triple the data. Triple the storage. <laughs> there it is. Perfect. Keep that one in mind. We'll use it next song. Ev, I think it's about time for you to tell me what game show, God forbid, is oh, about. Fuck. Oh, fuck yeah. No, He's excited. <laughs> so I know that Ed's an atheist. You know what He's game show is an atheist? <laughs> <laughs> he uh he wrote he but there's you know like even I've, i have a, a couple friends who are don't believe in god but they like the trappings of religion okay so they'll go they'll go to church they'll in, they enjoy sort of the community aspects of it they enjoy sort of the the singing and the whatever i find church incredibly boring myself but um they don't okay for some you know they're wired to enjoy Do I know it so these I think friends? It, you've met them yes oh okay fair enough um, but yes, they go to, they go to church. I mean, some of the worst and best people I've ever met in my life have been very religious, sure. but you know, takes all kinds, just like everything. But this is, uh, the game show networks number one original program aired from June 23rd, 2012, and is still technically ongoing cause it's never been canceled okay. to, um, uh, it's last season that was, was, uh, July 17th, 2014. Okay, but it's still ongoing. <laughs> well, it hasn't been formally canceled. Okay. Thing. They just haven't, they haven't, they said they were going to do a new season and it hasn't come along yet. Okay. All right. But, you know, it's been seven years, so it seems unlikely that they're going to. Uh-huh. What are you looking at? You I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. It's not Minute to Win It, is it? Mm-mm. Okay, what is it? Nope. It's Emmy, Emmy nominated, nominated Ooh. for two Emmys, Best Host and Best Outstanding Game Show. Uh-huh. It lost out to Jeopardy and Steve Harvey. Okay. <laughs> Jeopardy was the Best Outstanding Game Show, and Steve Harvey was the Best, best host. Outstanding Host. Sure. Yes. But it is, of course, the American Bible Challenge. Oh, my goodness. ABC. Oh, good stuff. Try data. <laughs> because although Ed isn't religious, I can see him wanting to, you know, not be religious, but like... Right. It's cool to see people who are really into stuff, you know, sort of spout their knowledge. Sure. Right? So I think that he was in the tour bus, just kind of, oh, he's in that, he was eating his hot dogs, thinking of songs, <laughs> and uh, watching, you know, he's got the game show network in the background. ABC comes on with its, you know, its folksy down home host, of course, Chef Foxworthy. Uh-huh, that's wild. That, my, my jaw dropped as soon as I started reading this Wikipedia entry. Yeah um and uh so he he hears that and he's like you know this is really cool this is a really cool premise it's a really cool idea i'm not religious but you know i can see these people are really enjoying it right you know they're getting down with it so i want to i want to pretend for just a second 
that I am the type of person who would enjoy studying the Bible and spitting it back. Okay, get into it. So, yeah. So, the the, the American Bible Challenge is uh, three teams compete. The winner gets $20,000 $20, to uh, donate to charity. So, there's no, you don't take any money home. <laughs> Except you do. Um, which we'll get to. Okay. Uh, and then, so it's, it's like a it's like a, a tournament. So, at the end of every show, there's like, you know, qualifiers, quarterfinals, semifinals, finals, and then the winner of the finals, because the teams advance up this, like, bracket, uh, they get 100 k to donate to charity. Okay. Um, and the charities are all religious charities, which are always suspect to me as far as yeah. charities go, because, like, if you're... I feel I just feel like they have ulterior motive. You know, always, there's always that, like, uh, you know, uh, conversion impulse. Sure. You know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not doing this out of the goodness of my heart. I'm doing this to show you how good my religion yeah. is and how you should follow it. But, um, so the winners, um, the first one was a, uh, the, the 100K winner donated to Hunter's Hope, which is a Christian leukodystrophy, which is a, uh, foundation, which is a degenerative brain disease, um, which is fine. That's nice because they're, they had, a, they had lost a son to, uh, this degenerative brain because it strikes children, mostly, uh, babies. And the second one, uh, were, uh, Josh, Je- Josh, Josh, Jesse, and Daniel Wagner, and their donation to 100K was to, Wagner Ministries International. Oh my the, god. <laughs> okay. A, mis- a missionary organization founded by their father. Yikes. And then uh Matt Phipps and Brad Harris won the third season. And they donated to Kicks for Jesus, which is a <laughs> Bible study and Taekwondo charity. Holy shit, that rules. That is pretty cool because like, you know, I, I don't like the Bible study, because I feel like the Bible is, you know, anyone who's doing deep Bible study is buying into something that I think is a fundamentally flawed premise because like the idea that the Bible itself is the word of God, which it isn't, it's the translation of the translation of the translation of the word of God then right. edited several times. Like God might've had, if, if there is a God, you know, they might've had a hand in it at the beginning, but you know, it's been filtered through. It's like telephone, right? You're getting like the King James version of the fucking Bible. Right. Right. King James this is the guy who uh, had, had a hand in that. Yeah, I know about LeBron. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you that Saker. Okay. All right. Um, so this show, uh, the game show networks, American Bible challenge. Number one, I do want to point out the fact that each episode was 45 minutes long, like too long for a game show by half, (laughs) exactly by half. Like that is, I can't, I mean, game shows wear out their premise pretty quick. So what the fuck are you talking about for 45 minutes? Well, there's a round one, which is the Bible story Uh where, well, here's the thing is like, if you're buying into sort of this Catholic idea of the bible this like thing i feel like everything in christianity especially catholicism is wired to take as much of your time as possible right like you go it takes you a half hour to drive to church they're going to keep you there for like an hour and a half two hours then you got to go afterwards to like have like fucking coffee with the with the uh priest god then you gotta go (laughs) yeah then you gotta go to bob so it takes the whole fucking day yeah um and i hear him do a catholic wedding like regular weddings are you know Jesus, half an hour, 45 minutes? Yeah. Catholic wedding, two hours. Yeah, yeah. You gotta have a full fucking mass in that shit. Yeah, you know, Because they, they gotta, the priest gotta get his dick in. <laughs> Sorry. Priest gotta, priest gotta get a taste. They gotta get the taste of your time. They gotta taste sure. Of everything. Sure, I mean, sure. Like, I mean, religion at its, its core is, is, I don't think it's fundamentally a bad thing, but like, when it's like somebody figured out they could get paid for doing nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's... Uh, I'm a wizard, and I can talk to a uh, guy, and uh, uh, if you I, piss me off, you're going to be pissing him off, and he's going to kill your sheep. I'm a mystic, and the good ladies better listen to me, or else I'm going but to... But my magic is super strong, and if anyone practices a different type of magic, we need to kill them, because <laughs> then they would get in on my sweet, you know, jams. That's my why the, like fucking, magic. 
the fucking church ended up it's part of the reformation because the church ended up having so much like fucking land they would steal people's land oh my goodness okay i didn't know that and because you're not going to go after a fucking the clergy right once the church gets to gets your land it's never going to give it back and you're not going to be able to get it back from them but anyway so round one bible story story the the story is you know the the, um category is revealed samson and delilah king solomon the apostles the book of john letters to the corinthians that sort of stuff okay and then they would ask you like a multi they'll they'll tell you a little story and then they'll ask you a multiple choice question and whoever gets the multiple choice question right is you know gets 10 points or whatever can i just say that the bible seems like a very limited amount of things to be an expert on you know what i You'd mean be surprised I mean, like it's that yeah. big and like harry potter is like that big right like i don't know it seems like there's a lot more trivia on i I think the bible's pretty fucking dense though like you yeah like there's like it's it's a lot it's a lot you could ask me who the seventh son of the seventh son is i guess there's more yeah there's more names who begat neshba yeah yeah that's fair when the canaanites came to the land of sheba did they not did they bring with them a a besotted ass two the jawbone of a mule three the Israelites for Pharaoh's rubies. Five Yoda's lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're right. Yeah. You're right. So then there's a then there's like a family feud style question where uh, they, they like throw it to the audience like, would you rather fast for forty days or eat mana for forty years? <laughs> okay. And then like the then they'll have to guess like what percentage of the audience. Uh, what is mana? Mana is like the food that God made to feed people. It's just like. Sh- me- I've always said mana, but the people say mana. Oh, mana. okay. That's MP, isn't it? MP? I don't know. When you isn't your that's your magic power is based on your mana? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, magic okay. the Gathering? Oh, yeah, I don't there's, know. There's, there's five different types. Okay. There's the, there's the swamps, there's <laughs> plains, there's ocean, there's mountains, and there's forest. Sure. Green, red, black, white, blue, oh. and also colorless. All right, mana's just bread, I'm realizing. Well, it's it's like magic bread that fell from the sky. Oh, okay. What's well, and seems, they could they, and they could eat it. Seems good. They to, were starving to eat magic bread. Do you think I mean, it I tastes good? I fucking love bread. I think it tastes like bread. Oh, okay. It's not. I mean, God would you bread. rather eat? Well, it's like it's like bread, but it has like it's like fortified bread. It's got all your vitamins and minerals and everything. You can eat. You can eat. You could survive on mana and nothing else. Okay. All right. I see. Fair enough. But yep. And then there's a uh, physical challenge. How do you do a Bible-based physical challenge, Double Dare style? Do you so have to crawl inside one... God's nose? And it's this show's apparently on Netflix, but I couldn't bring myself to watch it. Oh, but, but um, we have to watch it. I do not want to spend forty-five <laughs> minutes watching fucking people in full full button-up shirts talking about the Bible. Instead of American Gladiators, next time we should watch this, or at least open two windows. Let's watch American Gladiators and this at the same time. No, <laughs> Please. No, no. Okay. But uh, so they would, the one I, the one I heard described is they would, it's called put a fork in it. Uh-huh. You would take a spoon and you had to throw fork. and there was a question on the board and there were four like answers and they each had a bucket and you were trying to throw uh, forks with a spoon into the bucket with the correct answer and the team that got the most forks. It sounds really st- it sounds, stupid. Yeah, I thought it was like fun double dare challenges, but these just sound like minute to win it cheap ass challenges. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then there's another there's another one where you they give you three Bible verses and one of them is made up and you have to guess which one is made up. And there's another round That's... where they do Kirk's Righteous Remix where Kirk Franklin, who is a Christian rapper and, um, you know, R&B artist, he has a choir and he sings songs related to various Bible books. And then 
then you have a you have a question related to the whatever oh, book the Bible he's saying about. That's cool. So, and then the last, uh, well, actually, there's two final rounds. This because this goes on for fucking ever. The Jesus. round three is uh, called Chosen Three, where they take this the in the team you decide who's your strongest player and then they have to go into a soundproof booth and the two shittiest players have to answer the question <laughs> oh that's that family feud uh fucking thing where oh yeah, yeah and okay. then they then they take the two and they put them in the soundproof booth and the other yeah the one person comes out and has to answer another question a harder question and then the last one is the final revolution re- final revelations okay where they are given a uh, um a category like i don't know book of revelations right. scorpions with the faces of men sentient razor blades you know stuff like that sure um and then the team is given 10 minutes of backstage stage discussion and Bible study. 10 and then minutes they get in real time? 10 minutes, okay. probably. <laughs> well, Jeff Fox really does a little soft shoe routine outside. Yeah. Sure. You you might be a Christian if... <laughs> if you believe know. in the word and faith of our Lord Jesus Christ. There's no jokes. It's just all yeah. the same. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, wow. So yeah, uh, and then they, uh, then they get 60 seconds to answer as many questions as possible about the, the book of the Bible. It sounds like it sucks. Yeah. Those... Who take the Bible as the literal word of God will enjoy this show. Is one is what the uh <laughs> <laughs> That is the faintest phrase I've ever heard in my life. If you're really into excavators, I suppose you might like the book Diggersaurus. <laughs> hey, this is the most popular show game show network has ever made. I, I guess that's saying something. But I mean they don't yeah. their most popular show that they've ever made probably earns them a sixth of the income than fucking showing Richard Carr and Family Feud episodes. I would bet you that the reruns they show, showing Lingo at 1am on a Thursday, probably <laughs> earns them way more money than American Bible Challenge. I don't know. Couldn't That's tell just you. A Couldn't guess. tell you, man. Just a guess. So this is just a song about Ed wanting to be the kind of, like, he... Even though he doesn't believe in God. <laughs> yeah, you know. wait a second. So he wrote this song about American Bible Challenge? About... He- yeah, he wanted to. He wanted to be the kind of person who could. Because remember, it's all about flipping, right? Sure. So this is out, flip, 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 detour. Take a take a mental detour to force, and you know, put yourself in the shoe of someone shoes of someone who believes the Bible is the literal word of God, and studies it religiously, and can rattle off fucking Bible verses like nobody's business. And he's like, that is, even though I don't believe in God, and I think they're wasting their time, that is something that is in and of itself stripped of all the religious connotations and everything pretty impressive sure and he's just that's what that's where he's at so he's just super into the idea of people flexing their muscles on things that they love yeah 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 he used to worry about typical things i mean he's never bowed his head sure he didn't see any use but you know he's happy that these people are getting something good out of it i suppose he's happy that um kicks for jesus is getting a hundred thousand dollars he's happy that the um People who are donating to their father's missionary work are able to go down to Honduras and convert a bunch of uh, poverty-stricken people, um, you know, and not improve their life measurably in any way. Sure. You know, but hey, their afterlife will be improved, right? Sure. Of course. Wow. Okay. So Ed wrote a song because he likes the idea of people not improving people's lives in any way and just flexing their muscles on useless information. Yes. Okay. (laughs) All right. I suppose that's what Jeopardy is. Just people flexing yeah. their muscles about useless information and not necessarily improving anyone's life in any, you know, tangible way. I mean, it definitely improved Ken Jennings' life. Well, they're improving their own lives. This is the Ken Jennings Foundation for Taekwondo for Jesus <laughs> or whatever the fuck it was. Well, Ken Jennings is a Mormon. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. I forgot Ken Jennings was a Mormon. What a strange thing to be. <laughs> 
He was uh, roommates with uh, Brandon Sanderson, the fantasy writer, is the guy that... who's doing the new Wheel, Wheel of Time in, in Brigham Young University. Is is Brando Sando a, uh, a Mormon Brando well? Sando, also a Mormo. Wow, interesting. Yeah. No, I know a lot about Ken Jennings because uh, he is also fascinated with maps. So uh, I did a lot of, because he, he wrote a book called Maphead, which I used in my dissertation. So, oh, did you? Um, uh, I yeah. read his other book uh, and then forgot what the fuck it was called. Uh, He's a clever, funny, sort of down-to-earth guy. Planet funny. Yeah, oh, I, his yeah. Twitter feed fucking rules. It's very funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, he does. He he did. I used to listen to his show Omnibus with uh, John Roderick until we had the uh, Bean, Bean Dad, Dad fiasco, <laughs> and then I couldn't. I tried to keep listening to because I'm like, uh, you know. And then I just uh, keep thinking of like John Roderick getting kicked off the Joko cruise for you know being kind of a shitty person to and uh, yeah, past guest yeah, to our yes. And so I'm like, yeah, I can't bring myself to listen to him anymore. Yeah, I don't blame you. Although I still do spin the long winters. I have to separate art from artist at some point. Mm-hmm. At least their past. I mean, work. the Commander thinks aloud is a fundamentally gr- perfect song. Yeah, yeah, that song fucking rules. Um, but uh, what the fuck are we talking about? Oh, we've talked about this for like 25 minutes now. Ev, can you tell me how Joe Camel would do an American <laughs> Bible challenge? I mean, I don't think he would be allowed on. I don't think so either. He would not. He would refuse to stop smoking on set. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't. He wouldn't. He wouldn't adhere to the dress code. Sure. Yeah, the dress code of button up and tie. He would. And I think that. There's still a lot of debate in the Christian communities as to whether Joe Camel actually has a soul. Oh, interesting. Because yeah. The, he, because he d- animals don't have souls. Sure. And at least according to like normal th- uh, Catholic theology. I think they're really turned off by his cloven hooves and the hands of man. <laughs> the fact that he is a hybrid being is upsetting to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. I think a lot of them view him as the devil, which he may well be. <laughs> that is, It's a distinct <laughs> possibility that Joe Campbell is I know, saved. because he is... He has a lot of, he shares a lot of qualities, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, he's a tempter. He's a... Uh, he's a, a villain. Uh, he's a... He, he, he appeals to kids. He's from Egypt, which, as everyone <laughs> knows, is the uh, bastion of Satan-see. Uh, Satan-see. <laughs> he smokes. I bet Satan, Satan smokes. Hey, right there. Got that fire, got, got that brimstone. Got that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. Uh, so he would be he would be on uh he would be on ABC American Bible Challenge as like a punchline. Yeah, you, like, you know what? He might be part of a physical challenge. Like pelt Joe Campbell with as many eggs as you can until he runs you over with his Harley. That's the physical <laughs> challenge. <laughs> Before he burns you with a cigarette. Uh, that seems yeah, like, I mean, that like they be. might they might like bring him on to like try and reform him. You know, like kill him with kindness sort of thing. But that's not going to work. No. Also, I don't know if that's part of the show. Although that would make a great segment. Is like round three, reform a non-believer. <laughs> like are you convince to, in real time three, debate. Yeah. Yes. So he he gets brought on the show and they try and they try and like reach out to him and like show him the the way. But he ends up get just getting them all to smoke. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. Uh. Yeah. Okay. So Joe Campbell. DQ terrible, terrible. <laughs> from is he still the best at house flip international or no no it was a it was a, oh it was, we, i think it was fear factor is what we said but i think he did better he ended up doing better at uh was it cross balls or something because oh. he got off quicker oh but i think fear factor i think fear factors are a winner yeah winner. Fear factors like, are i think that yeah we'll see yeah. we only have a couple songs left ev and then who will win fear factor or <laughs> the, the technodrome <laughs> that's right i think now it's about time to rate this song as usual, we rate the song on a scale of bare naked to fully clothed. The more clothes the song is wearing, the better it is. The fewer clothes, the worse. So, Ev, as usual, why don't you let me know how you rate this song? 
Say your right word, said the Swamp Witch. And I said, I need it. I need success. I want to be a famous author. I want to be healthy, I happy, be lucky, smart. I want to be on succession. Succession. I want to be on succession. I do not Please want to be on succession. Please cast me as Cousin Greg. That's oh. all I want. Oh, yeah, yeah. That would be f- <laughs> Shut up. I don't want to be Cousin Greg. <laughs> ah, that's who you are. a horrible life. You're tall and you're weird. <laughs> you know that that's true. Yeah, I guess he is the least uh, contemptible so far. Yeah. I'm only midway through the second season. Uh, okay, well, we'll get there. I'm sure he gets, I'm sure he takes a dark turn. He sure turn. does. As they all do. <laughs> well, they start out dark. Yeah, that's true. Except for him. And then they only get, they only get worse. But, well, he's actually pretty shitty too to begin with, but his shit, his shittiness only affects himself. Yeah. And then now, now he has the power to affect others. Yeah. But anyway, the Swamp Witch has given me the power to be the man I want to be. Sure. Um, and, uh, I have only have to give a pint of blood and my second born child. Oh. And since I don't plan on having any. Not bad. Uh, jokes on you, Swamp Witch. <laughs> jokes on you. So anyway, um, I'm living my best life. So uh, my books are selling really well. I have enough, you know, not followers, but enough fans that I can retire from my analytics job and just write full time. Um, it doesn't feel like work to me, even though it feels like work now. Like I've, I'm now, my brain is now wired to enjoy it. Uh, you know, I'm just living. My, my kid is growing up to be healthy and happy. My partner has his job and he's healthy and happy. And all my friends, uh, you know, just by being in my proximity, their lives are measurably improving. Um, so, yeah. And then, uh, just, dude. I mean, what else is there to do except, uh, you know. Focus on my dress, uh, the way I look. <laughs> okay, I wondered how we would get around to it. <laughs> no, this is me on my panel, living my best life with a Swamp Witch power. I've got my uh, t-shirt. I got a t-shirt on, probably a, a fantasy, uh, like a let's say a Boris Vallejo drawing of a barbarian on it. Um, and uh, uh, I got my jeans on. I got probably sandals because let's say it's a nice summer con. I'm wearing. Uh, that's pretty much it. I got underwear on, things like that. And I'm giving my. I'm talking about my the fourth book in my to chart the cloud series of uh, New York Times bestsellers. Wow, the quadrilogy. And, uh, yes, and then uh, midway through my talk, someone stands up and points at me and goes, "Jacques!" And it's a uh, guy in a complete button-up shirt uh, with. T- it's like Will Forte. Okay. So I'm imagining. Okay. <laughs> like a like a button-up shirt. And he's pointing at me and he says, "That man was cursed by a swamp witch." And I say, "Well, yeah." <laughs> so what were no you one has a problem what were you wearing I'm in the wearing end t-shirt and t-shirt and jeans okay. this, is a, this is just a normal goddamn song it's like 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 my uh rating there's a lot of a lot a long walk to get nowhere basically for me sure sure uh for me uh this song is my friend uh teeth uh teeth is you know oh, teeth i haven't seen teeth in a long it's time it's been a while for me too since my wedding that he didn't show up at oh teethy i miss you bud doctor doctor teeth i think i think he's getting his doctor doctorate he was getting his doctorate uh he was uh uh doing an electrical degree uh, oh, I, was, I, heard, I heard it was enameling enameling no he actually wanted to start a company called electric mayhem uh so uh dr teeth um you know i haven't heard from him in like five or six years uh, and I get, you know, I, 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 somebody calls me one day, my mom calls me, she's still hooked into the Youngstown scene a little bit. And she says, did you hear that little Teethy died? And I say, oh no, oh, no. oh Teethy. And I say, oh man, well, when are, when are calling hours? And you know, it's the summer. So I have, you know, weekdays. I could drive down to Youngstown for afternoon calling hours, be back to pick up my kid from daycare. No big deal. 
So I, you know, I say, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to go down. Cause you know, I owe him that much. We were friends through all of high school, all of college. And even though we weren't close in the end, you know, I think it's, it's worth it. I get down there. Teeth was always just such a fun guy, just a jokester, just a little fun, happy fella. Uh, and when I get down there in my, in my full funeral suit, um, I stop at cookout on the way. I have some barbecue. I get a Slurpee from Sonic. I joke around with my friends on the telephone. I FaceTime them the whole time. Or I'm just having a blast. I love driving to funerals. One of my favorite things to do. Uh, and uh, I get there and I see everybody walking in Hawaiian shirt, lay, Aww. cargo shorts. So I say, oh, fuck, okay. I totally misread the vibe here. Um, I do see, uh, Jeremy Bentham walking in, never been a Jeremy Bentham mm. fan. One of those dudes from high school who always used to make fun of me and teeth. Uh, so I do, uh, hit him over the back of the head, drag him behind the funeral parlor, <laughs> put on his cargo pants and Hawaiian shirt and lay and, uh, head on in. It's a beautiful calling. We're having a good time. There's roast pig inside on the spit. We have pineapple and uh, <laughs> some Mai Tais and it's a blast. Man, yeah. Destination funeral. Yeah. Well, it's in Youngstown. <laughs> it's just a Hawaiian themed funeral in Youngstown. Why aren't there more themed funerals? Bud? Do you? Okay. What's your funeral theme? <sighs> uh, space bar. <laughs> the bar on high street in columbus no 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 like uh you know like in the in the movies where you walk into a, like in a, in a sci-fi movie where the main character walks into a bar and it's like neons and day glowing and they're so like like oh and somebody's playing like a, some sort of crystal thing like sure, a theremin sure but it's like crystals uh-huh. and there's all sorts of like fucking muppet it's a muppet bar from like star wars like in the Mos Eisley cantina i do you love some muppets in there yeah yep that's very good uh mine is going to be a lot of body paint Oh, yeah, of course. Aesthetics. I have to put on a Halloween devil mask to get in for no apparent reason. Um, yeah, so that would be cool. And every, all the drinks are served in like a beak, like test tubes. And they're all they're all like electric blue and Ooh, shit like that. I like yeah, that. So like space bar. What about your funeral? Theme? Uh, mine is going to be guitar center themed where I just <laughs> set up amps and sort of demo equipment. Yeah, just going just, go just like 30 of all your fucking friends and family noodling on <laughs> yeah, instruments. It's very loud and annoying, just like I was when I was alive. <laughs> the funeral staff has to go around like, can I, can can I, I help, help you? you? Can I help yeah. you? <laughs> you to, are you interested? Are you interested? I, and my uh, the funeral staff there all work on commission. Yeah, so. that's right. So they're gonna be real annoying and follow you around the store. Yeah, they gotta sell. They gotta sell uh, at least three guitars to break even. That's right. <laughs> uh, we'll be right back with more. It's all been done. I'm better good ladies. <laughs> you didn't even podcast. read your fucking. You didn't read it. Ha, it's a Hawaiian shirt and cargo shorts and a lay. Bye. <laughs> hey, Evan. We could probably start a religion based on this podcast, right? We've got enough, like, Apocrypha. Dunism. Or is no, it... Be, I mean, like, I think... Yeah. I don't know. Like, what would it be called? I think the first thing you have to do when you start a religion is come up with a catchy name, like Mormonism. <laughs> well, most of them are named after, like, wait, Buddhism, Christianity, Islam. Like... Are they all named after three. the guy? The, the, the guy well islam is islamism and Buddha, buddhism and christianity are both named after the dude who ostensibly named after like buddha jimmy islam 
Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy Islam, J- hot dog. Jimmy hot dog's <laughs> Jimmy brother. Hot dog's brother. Yeah. Chuck Islam. Uh, okay, so wait. Um, who's our guy? Well, let's, well, who's our guy? Um, Haddle. Haddle. It's got to be Haddle, sure. right? Yes, John Haddle. Because yeah. he has he has power over time <laughs> yes, and space. And that's correct. Like that, so okay. So, so we're headlights. So, headlights. Yeah, that's yeah, very good. There we go. Headlight. <laughs> okay, very good. So they some <laughs> Dave Matthews mixed in there as well. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Dave Matthews is a uh, is our is our big uh, big get. Oh, right? he converts to he converts <laughs> to he converts to headolicism, and uh, um, he's the one he he writes the he writes the sure. satellite song. To, I like to, you. Got to have one big get. For you got it because they like you know like uh, Scientology's got their their Tom Cruise sure yeah Mormonism's got their Ken Jennings Jennings <laughs> we gotta have Dave Matthews Christianity's got their Kirk everybody Cameron? in the world yeah, yeah most uh, every president <laughs> uh, I like that you went to Kirk Cameron first so we're Adelites and we've got Dave Kevin Sorbo we- <laughs> disappointed we've got Dave Matthews <laughs> in our we've got him locked in our Paul Chamber. Uh, yeah. So what what sort of things do you do as a Hadalite? Uh Well, you shoot your yourself, pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're proud to announce it. Hey, everybody, yeah, nobody. Yeah, yeah. It's it's you know it's just not a big deal. Yeah, no, not at all. But but we uh, we we seek eternal warmth, right? If you poop yourself, sure. Three three times, four times, four times, then you're. So we do like a, it's like snake handling, but it's like us like walking, like, you know, like polar bear challenges. It's just us just like stripping down, right. Shitting our pants right. and then jumping into the fucking frozen <laughs> sea to wash our bodies. Sure. Sure. It also has kind of the effect of solidifying your poop in the way that Haddle would have done back in the day. Sure. <laughs> we've all got we've got septum piercings. So, but this is a, this is a religion based on our podcast ostensibly, which is where the Haddle thing okay. came from. So how do we, how do we loop in? Uh, the the conceits of the Brennan ladies, or their methodology, or teachings, or speakings, or are they part of it? I think they would be sort of if we're going on like a, a, a Christian model, they'd be like saints or something like that. Sure, yeah, absolutely. And so you could you could appeal to them because you can't talk to Haddle directly. Right? Oh God, come on! If you if you approach Haddle directly, your your sh- your shit will never come out. Again. Right? Okay. You'll be too you'll, you'll be, be too warm. He would for just, life. Yeah. He would just you just be you'd shit everything out. Yeah. You'd be gone. Well, that's our devil is the cheese man, who doesn't let you shit anymore. <laughs> it's John Haddle versus the the cheese yeah, man. De- our devil is a uh, Jimmy hot dog because he sticks a a hot dog up your oh. butt and plugs it so you can never shit. Yes, absolutely. You've got he it. Slips slips into your bed at night and inserts a tiny thin weenie up your rectum. Sure. And once it's in there it bonds to your sphincter and you can never expel the waste and it builds up inside you and you become evil. Yeah. That's our there we go. It's like Scientology makes you, you gotta evil. get audited. You gotta get shit makes you evil, you gotta get colonoscopies, you get gotta clean. get those uh you gotta get clear. Sure. You get clear. Sure, sure, sure. Empty inside. So instead of uh, what is it when they give you the uh, the transubstantiation pill? Uh, fucking what is it called when they give you the wafer and the wine? What the fuck? We're both bad. Body of the body. The body. Yeah, of Christ. whatever. When they give you ours is a the transub the transubstantiation yeah, pill. The priest comes down with a hose. And he just like put this up your butt, and then he just gives a little blow just to clean you out real quick, and then the next person <laughs> put this up your butt. I think we even have and instead of a, instead of sacramental wine, it's a lac like a, a laxative. Oh yes. So it's just and instead of pews, they're just little port. They got porta potties lined up. Yes. So uh, instead of wafer, oh, it's like a confessional booth. Yes. You go in there, the priest is on the other side. You whoop, but see, yeah, the yeah, whole idea you... is that you don't need a porta potty. You just shit your pants. I think the toilets are kind of antithetical to John Haddle's whole thing, right? That's fair. That's fair. So it's just um, everyone brings extra pants yes. to uh, 
Yes, everyone brings. <laughs> so maybe a changing booth is our. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Now yes, we've got yes, it. There we go. Okay. Goodness gracious. I think we've got there. Gosh, you know who else is almost religious in their uh, ferocity for their, their topic? Who would that be, Sam? Why, that would be Tell me. Champs in the Making. That's right. Champs in the Making is a revolving table of voices from all over the Orange Groves Network. Well, they use a bracket to find the best Pokemon of all. Their latest episode, episode 50, has Riley Andrew, Kato Wheels, and latecomer Chris gather to finish round one of Champs. That's right. They've ranked all of the Pokemon for round one. They did the brackets. Now they're going to round two, which should ostensibly take half the time. That's okay, not bad. Wow. That's like, but aren't new Pokemon constantly being made? I mean, every time a new game is released, so that's not that often. And presumably they'll just get buys. Oh, that's fair, I guess. Yeah. I was watching Pokemon this morning with my son, and they went to Kanto City and met the, the whatever Brock, the guy, and he said he was a Pokemon doctor and breeder. Yeah. Which is kind of creepy to me. Because they're sentient. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of weird, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, it's like their whole society is built based around like dog fighting rings. Yeah. But the dogs want to be there. Boy, yes. Okay, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Because somebody. I can't remember where I was fucking reading this. It was a Reddit thread or something. But someone called Pokemon dog or cockfighting. And then, what, like, the Pokemon defender had logged on. And he was like, well, actually, in episode 746 of Pokemon, it is very clear that the Pokemon are doing this because they want to. And if you'll cross-reference episode 75. And he was, and people were just clearly trolling him. Like, yeah, well, I don't know. I, like, I, I played the games and Pikachu were just beating the shit out of each other. And he's like, well, actually, the games don't give the full scope and context of Pokemon. You have to watch the anime. But it was really sad to watch him defend so valiantly, white knighting for Game Freak, trying to defend oh, his little Pokemans. Well, Pokemans, it's okay. They're all made up anyway. Yeah. But, uh, you know. I don't like the idea of animals having to fight each other for our But they amusement. don't have to. And there are reps in play to they make prefer sure that to. they don't get actually hurt. But they get actually hurt. Clearly you haven't watched they have to go. There are, there are doctors that they have to go to yeah, but when they get hurt. The doctors are all free. It's all socialized and <laughs> government approved. And so... So yeah, the the uh, Obamacare, the next step Biden care is uh, free socialized medicine for everybody, but yeah. you have to participate in bare knuckle boxing yeah. at least once yeah. Yeah. every week. Yeah, which is kind of fun. Let's be real. I've always wanted to hit. I've always wanted to slice somebody with a machete. I think if we've gotten one thing out of this podcast, it's that I wouldn't mind killing someone if it cost me nothing. Yeah, I don't know if I've mentioned it before, but when my partner went to Ireland. Uh, for his, uh, to, to um, finish up his grad degree, they were talking to one of the things they told them was um, if you're in a bar getting drunk with somebody and they're getting aggressive, just walk away because Irish people will fight at a moment's notice. And it's not because they're Irish; it's because they have socialized medicine. <laughs> no one has any. And no one has any guns. Sure. So they're much more willing to throw down than Americans. Right. So they will throw they will throw hams at a moment's fucking notice yep. because they're not going to get hurt too bad. Sure. And they're not going to get shot. Every day's Easter over there, they're throwing hams. Left and right. <laughs> we were driving through Limerick, and, and uh, the name for Limerick is Stab City. Oh, is it really? <laughs> so many people got stabbed. Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> Welcome to Stab City. Does everyone speak but in... Ireland was a beautiful place. Oh, sure. Of course it is. I really do want to go there one day. Did everyone speak in Limericks there? Mm, we actually didn't stop. I once in had Limerick. a we just friend drove through it. who drove through it. <laughs> 
the lines that he drove were congruent. <laughs> Could I find a third rhyme? Gosh, I sure don't have time. I cannot. Well, Sanker, I think that you blew. Oh, shit. All right. Champs of the bacon. Welcome back to It's All Been Done, a Panic and Ladies podcast. Now's the time of the show when we spin a wheel. Oh, shit, do we spin it. Our segment today is called If I Had a Million Dollars. If I had a million dollars. How would the subject of this song spend a million dollars? Wow, we haven't done this one in a long time. Yeah, God. Um, So this is about a parent-kid relationship. It's about not believing in God. Right. Um, well, I don't know if it's about not believing in God. That's... It is. It is because he's saying, for me, he was saying, I can't do anything, but I want to exercise agency. And so I'm saying, God forbid, because even though I don't believe in God, it gives me some sense of control, you know, saying that, you know, I am able to, even though I know it's it's not true, even though I know that I'm not actually doing anything, by saying, God forbid something happened to my kid, I am um, doing some magical thinking. I'm somehow reaching out across the stratosphere, even though I know I'm not helping them, I feel better about it because I'm, I'm like blessing them with my positive energy. I do kind of understand what you're saying for the first time in my life i do feel like i get it all right so that's fair so he is a god hater (laughs) uh and he cares about his his son or daughter uh or child so what does he do is there some way is there some protection that we can buy uh, for our children that can make sure that they don't get hurt. How much does it mm. cost to buy a scroll of clone person so that <laughs> if your son, daughter, child dies, you can, in fact, just have one in backup that their soul will jump to that you keep in a tube in a closet? Um, Let me see. I know we talked about magic cards. Okay. So <laughs> okay. I know there's a clone person, clone person, I think what's it called clone card uh-huh copy another creature in play so uh, we're assuming your kid is in play uh-huh <laughs> um let's see shopping <laughs> sure okay they cost you can buy one for 34 cents wow that's incredibly cheap uh let me tell you that in D clone is an eighth level necromancy spell and the, com- oh, the components wow. are a diamond worth at least a thousand gp uh and a vessel worth at least two thousand gp that has a sealable lid and is large enough to hold a medium creature. Damn. So you have to get some like lab grade, like a lab grade back to tank sure. with no back. Sure. And then also you have to buy a, it's not that the diamond, it doesn't, they don't care what kind of diamond it is, but you have to spend a thousand, a thousand gold. gold coins. Huh? So God is looking at how much you spend. It could be the shittiest diamond in the world. So long as you give someone a thousand GP for it. So, so a gold coin is one tenth of a pound, I believe in D and D. So a thousand gold coins would be a hundred pounds of gold. Okay, so how much is a hundred pounds of gold? It is worth, hopefully, two uh, hundred mi- grams. Yeah, so you can't they can't afford a clone. Two million one hundred. Well, so but with a million dollars, you could buy half a clone. So do you want your child's upper half, lower half, left half, or right half? Just take the middle. Oh yeah, <laughs> that could be the half in the two and a half kid nuclear family. That's not bad. Okay, I think it's I think it's down to two and a quarter now. Is it really? Oh wow! Yeah, we good for them. 
Uh, I think, you know what? I think the best child to have would be a diagonal child. Because I want the whole head. And I also want them to have at least one leg. Oh, am I getting one leg with a diagonal child? Ew, you're getting part of a leg. Yeah, I'm getting half. You're getting like the an arm and a half like and a, half a leg, I think, right? Yes. If I'm, if yeah. they're laid out like a star. I think if you want if you want your child to live, you want the top half, right? Because yeah, I guess so. Like the, you can live, yeah. So you'd want you want like no legs and one arm. Yeah, the because mi- that's about that's about half of your body. The middle half is gonna do me no good if I just take a chunk <laughs> of the middle out of my child. I mean, I guess I could take the bottom half, but also that's going to die immediately. So you have to have a head here, right? You have to have the head. Yeah. Okay, so we're taking the top half of our child. Yes, we're well, we're we're buying uh we're spending a clone a clone spell if anything sure. should happen we get at least half half the kid back sure. and that would be the thing is like without I mean because wait are we missing like the torso like so you'd have the you'd have the torso and upper body do they have like a do they have like the pelvis area or is that gone too I think they probably I don't know what is half of your body where's the fifty percent mark because my arms are pretty long but so are my legs. I think it would be like right below your rib cage, so we'd probably lose the stomach. Probably, probably die there too. Yeah, probably. Well, here, you'd have to, you'd have to, you'd have to basically keep them alive. Like they'd be on life support, yeah. essentially. I, I wonder if I could trade bit for bit. But hey, they would never. You would always be caring for them, and they would always be oh, in your house because you'd have sweet. them in like a hospital. You'd have them in like a lifelong hospice oh, situation. Oh, my by proxy. I love that. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, this is getting really dark. <laughs> so, but I mean, you're right. I, this is how you would spend a million dollars was keeping your yeah, child so alive. He would, yeah, he would. Uh, he would spend it to. Well, not keeping your child alive, creating a really shitty version of well, them that you could keep. I believe how clone works is if. Oh, what about a homunculus? A little homunculus. A little version homunculus. Of them. You could probably you could probably afford a little version, yes. of them and you could keep that in like a little safety thing, and they would hate you forever. But it's like a Black Mirror sure. episode. Or I wonder if it doesn't even have to be a homunculus. If you could like put their soul into a puppet for a million dollars. There you we go. We could get a real Vengonzo situation. Uh, this could be Vengonzo's origin story. Is that this yeah. person singing this song was Vengonzo's father? And they felt, you know, like they wanted to keep Vengonzo safe enough that they created the puppet to seal their soul into. Shit. Yeah, there we go. I think we've come up with... And, I mean, this person obviously believes in magic, but doesn't believe in God. So he's not using, like, right. cleric spells. This is all oh, sorcery. playing God. This is all necromancy. Yeah, I mean, that's yes, of course. Yes, there he is. We've come up with more lore for Hadalites. This is very good. <laughs> I do like this. Let's flesh this religion out. Let's make some money. That's what religion's about. <laughs> Now it's time to take an email from our friends, our fans, our putrid little pumpkins. Here's an email from our friend, Team New. This email is titled, Please Don't Tell Me to Fuck Off. <laughs> please don't t- Hello, Team New. Please don't tell me to fuck off, dot, dot, dot. Like you did for both my iTunes review and last email. Not sure my bare naked little heart can take it. Now... I don't really remember. I, I vaguely remember the, the review for Team New because I think he left us four stars and we told him to fuck off. <laughs> Which, Wait, don't lump me into this. <laughs> Was it just me? If there's if, some, if someone's slinging go fuck yourselves to, to our listeners, it's almost certainly. I feel like it's almost never yeah. me. It's, it's always <laughs> it's almost you. certainly me. All right, Team New. If anything, I deny your, uh, your cruel intentions. You're trying to bully our followers. I will reserve judgment until we get to the end of this email to see whether I'm going to okay. f- tell Team New to fuck off or not. 
As you make your way through the tour de force, I realize more and more how much of a void the absence of this cast will leave in your fans' hearts. With each episode, oh, no. I laugh out loud, swear at one or both of Saker or Evan through my phone, roll my eyes at some ridiculous comment, and genuinely appreciate what you do. So thank you. You will be missed. We're, oh, we're getting you. a lot of these emails now where people are like, I, I'm so sad that this is ending, which is very sweet. Now. Yeah. Uh oh! At the risk of the aforementioned fuck off, the question: It has finally happened. The they might be giants BNL boomerangs. Sorry, Weird Al has returned. Doctor Worm is treating the king of bedside manner. The birdhouse in your soul is found in the old apartment. Enid discovers she is from Istanbul, not Constantinople, and each <laughs> of the ladies realizes he is a heretofore unpublished verse from Particle Man. Assign each BNL man member band member a new man with a description. For irreverent bonus points, which of the ladies takes on Triangle Man? Who wins and why? Waiting with bated breath for your next project, Team New. What a great you, new. fucking question. <laughs> I don't think anyone's ever going to be able to match the intensity of this question, so fuck you and fuck off, Team New, <laughs> no. for coming up with such a great and thoughtful question. Thank you. Are you looking up the so wait, are to we, Particle Man right now? Are we assigning um, mans from Particle Man? No, or are we heretofore each... unheard of men. Oh. So which which man is each lady and which one of them fights Triangle Man? So looking at the, the, uh, the way the lyrics are structured, it's like Particle Man does the things a particle can and then there's one line about him, right? So basically it's what's the line – or what's the name? And then two lines about that person. So two lines of descriptor. So mm-hmm. who should we start with? You give me somebody and I'll start with them. I'll tell you what man they are. Garbage from man. Garbage okay, from you're man. just going to take it on. <laughs> Eats his dinner from a garbage can. <laughs> sure. Uh, does he ever eat broccoli? Sure does not. Garbage from man. <laughs> Uh, okay, so is that who... T- and that would be, of course, that is Jim. Okay, Jim is garbage <laughs> fry, man. He fucking loves garbage fries. Hates broccoli. Um, thoughtful man. Thoughtful man. <laughs> reads his prose. Uh, well, he's eating As well as flan. he can. <laughs> as well as eat flan. Yeah, it doesn't rhyme very well. Uh, uh, published a book. With Rowan Atkinson, thoughtful man, <laughs> and that is of course Ty. Rowan, Rowan Atkinson, Mr. That's Bean. That's correct. Okay. Mr. Bean, aka one of the most preeminent prose scholars in uh, the entire UK. I don't know if you knew, or if you've ever read any of his poetry. It is beautiful. I don't know if you're joking or not, and I care. I don't care to find <laughs> out. <laughs> let's never. Let's never let this end. <laughs> Uh, give me a, give me another man. Um, regular man, regular Wait, that's man. person man is already every in the meal song. Is, Hold on. Every meal is a bowl of bran, <laughs> poops his pants as well as he can. Regular man, regular. He's talking about his bowel movements. Okay, is this Ed or is this Kev? Kev is regular, Ed. man, almost certainly. No, I don't think... I think Kev has a lot of trouble pooping. Oh, I feel like he goes into the. I feel like he takes like he's a guy who takes like hour long poops because he goes in there with like a whole roll of toilet paper. Sure. He just brings one in with him and uh, a bunch of like butt wipes and a bidet and also he has like a book under a book of poetry under his arm and you just hear him in there going. Uh, 
<laughs> for like for like an hour and then he comes out and goes he's all red faced and goes oh oh gosh thank god that's over <laughs> and there's like a little rabbit pellet at the bottom of the toilet <laughs> just a tiny little thing no it's just a, they're like spaghetti noodles he squeezes them out oh like so play-doh thin. like he just extrudes yeah. it <laughs> just sure like, his poops are his poops are very small like fettuccine yeah um, so that's Ed. So I guess, You're saying is regular man. Yeah, he's, he's a, I feel like Ed poops just like clockwork. Okay, okay. 2 a.m. every night. Um, let's say, uh, duvet man, duvet man, also covered with an Afghan, little bit <laughs> chilly on winter nights, duvet man. <laughs> that's Kev. Kev just wants to be warm. Yeah, I feel like Kev is wearing knit sweaters, and yeah. uh, you know that sounds about right. Oh, Kev, and his little his eighty year old mommy is still knitting him those sweaters. Aww. Oh, do you think Kev's Kev. mom is still around? Uh, Probably no. not. I feel like everyone in Kev's family dies young. Good lord, he just barely escaped the curse. <laughs> wow, that sucks. Uh, okay, so which of these four, garbage fry man, thoughtful man? Regular man or duvet man is going up against uh, Triangle Man, who, let me remind you, for the record, hates Particle Man and has won canonically against him in a fight. Uh, What the fuck else did Triangle Man do? Hates Person Man. Okay, so that's the only thing he's ever done. He hates Particle Man. He hates Person Man. And he's beaten both of them. Wow. So he is the champion, probably. So who goes up against yeah. the champion? Should I just spin a wheel? Should I roll a d4? Oh, man, I feel like we have to... We, do we have them fight around Robin then to go fight? Okay, uh, sure. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, so let's do them in order. Garbage Fry Man versus Thoughtful Man. Okay, Thoughtful Man, his powers are that he can get into your head. And he's got he can talk Rowan Atkinson on his side. He's got Rowan Atkinson in his, in his corner. Uh-huh. Uh, Garbage Fry Man, is his power is he eats And he doesn't eat vegetables. I'm going to say... He doesn't eat vegetables. And Thoughtful Man wins this one for me. I don't feel like Thoughtful Man's a good fighter, though. But... Like, I think he, can, he wins the moral victory. At least he, but I think Garbage Fry Man... I imagine Garbage Fry Man, like, coming at you. He's all, he's all greasy, like... But I feel like you know, this is that fight with, like, that... He's got, got ketchup and mustard smeared all over his mouth. Not like those beginning MMA fights where it's, like, sumo versus, like, Hapkido. And you're like, oh, there's no way that the fucking 800-pound man isn't going to win. But the little guy just wears him out. Because Garbage Fry Man... The little guy, actually, if you remember, does a spin kick and kicks him right in the face. Or that. And the sumo man just collapses. Okay. So, um, can Thoughtful Man pull off a spinning wheel kick? Well, I think Rowan Atkinson can help. Rowan Atkinson can throw him a chair from out of the ring. Rowan Atkinson is the king of physical comedy. That's right. And beautiful, beautiful poetry. Okay. So. Verse. I'm going to. Comedy and verse. Rowan Atkinson. say Thoughtful Man wins this one. Great. Right. Uh, now it's Duvet Man versus Regular Man. I mean, let's see. How did Person Man fare? Per- I feel like. Duvet Man has to, like, I feel like, uh, see, regular man's going to kick the shit out of Duvet Man, because Duvet Man's thing is just that he's cold. All yeah, time. okay, he really, but he's got <laughs> a lot the, of armor. He's got a duvet, he's got he's an got, Afghan. Yeah, but, what like. What was Person Man's shit? I don't know. That he pooped. Regular Man? He had brand, he poops he, regularly. He, he poops regularly, but he's still, he's, I mean, the person. He's a regular guy. Okay. But, I feel like a regular guy's going to kick the shit out of Duvet okay. Man. Okay, so you're saying someone who is, quote-unquote, regular, 
is stronger than someone who is colder than average. <laughs> who is cold, shivering all the time and needs to wear blankets. All right, fair enough. So thoughtful man versus regular. We've got the most boring. <laughs> okay. So uh, thoughtful man versus regular man. Uh, I mean, if regular man wins this, I think he loses against triangle man. Yes. Because we know triangle man beats person man who seems the same as regular man. But does, okay, here's the question. Does um, thoughtful man have anything other than that wheel kick? Does he have another... Does, has Rowan Atkinson given another kill move? I don't know. I mean, he's got a heavy book, maybe. He's he's thoughtful. Okay. He's smart. He's tactical. You know, some people aren't the strongest, but they're the tacticians. Ah, uh, so 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 a regular man is winning, 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 and then regular man looks in the audience and sees all the people whose lives thoughtful man has touched. Yes. And realizes that they're his friends, too, and his family, and he can't bring himself to do that that like uh the double the hammer fist right down is going to break per, the, break a thoughtful man's back and that's when um he slips on the uh the jello that rowan atkinson there it is. tossed out another that's ring. right rowan atkinson and, throws uh, a yeah. raw turkey onto regular man's head <laughs> gets right. stuck in there and then there's nothing he no. can do falls out of the ring and then he's out of the royal that's rumble that's right uh and then we've got of course triangle man versus thoughtful man <laughs> aka tyler stewart uh i mean ty is also, Ty is pretty able-bodied. I mean, he yes. is a thoughtful man, but he's Ty Stewart still. He really mm-hmm. is Ty Stewart, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Uh, so what happens here? I mean, Triangle Man, is he shaped like a triangle? I don't know. We'd have to go to the uh, Looney Tunes uh, Adventures, whatever that Tiny show Tunes. where they did the particle God. Tiny Tune Adventure. Yeah. So we'll do, um, so we'll see what he's shaped okay. like. Triangle man, triangle man. Oh, he has a, oh, he's, he's, uh, tiny, tiny legs, big gut and a triangle on his little double there. big, big curly hair. Yes. So yeah. Ty is smaller so, than triangle man. Yes. yes. So I, I, I have to say that I think even with the help of Rowan Atkinson, triangle man might still be the champion. Hey, Universe Man is fucking huge. Yeah, he's big as the entire universe. Yeah. All right, I'm stopping this. Um, I can watch that for a while, though. I've forgotten how good that is. Um, so Triangle Man wins. Triangle Man yeah. wins. Sad. sad yeah, to sad say. to say. But I mean, th- but Thoughtful Man wins the moral victory because Triangle Man is forgot. Triangle Man's victory is forgotten, but Thoughtful Man, like, uh, he lives on in the memories of his friends and family exactly forever. Right. Yes, of course. Even though Triangle Man debones him in the ring. Jesus Christ, like literally plucks out all of his bones. Yeah, takes him out one Jesus. by one while everyone watches. The hor- the, the thing is like, yeah, and then Triangle Man just becomes a footnote in uh, Thoughtful Man's story. Wow, holy shit. Where at the end of the at the end of biography, deboned by Triangle Good Man. Good lord, the, the, the asterisk at the end of the uh, collected works of Thoughtful Man. <laughs> Thoughtful Man, Thoughtful Man, Rowan Atkinson, uh... <laughs> At the end of the biopic, yeah, Rowan Ro- Ro- Atkin- Atkin- Atkinson writes such a touching eulogy uh, that there's not a fucking draw. Wow, in the house. beautiful. Well, so. there you go. Hey, team, new. I hope that answered your question. Thanks for listening. Uh, please email us, everyone. It's all been done. Podcast at gmail dot com. Ebo, we did, we did that. Do- that was a that long, was a long one. That was a long. <laughs> we shouldn't have done that. <laughs> we should just get the fuck. <laughs> yeah, we fucked we up. We really guys. did fuck up very badly. Um, what do you have going on? Ugh. What's your plugs? Your my plug is for uh, Being There, Done That, The Life and Times of Rowan Atkinson by Bruce DeSalle, which is, as far as I can tell, the only thing 
Rowan Atkinson has oh. written. But it's very similar to it's Ev, can we do an episode of It's All oh. Being Done where we review a Rowan Atkinson movie? <laughs> Please. <laughs> yes. Okay, good. I, oh, here's it. Here's it. I love I love walking in the rain because no one can see I'm crying. That's a Rowan Atkinson. Jesus poem. Christ. That's deep and dark for little Rowan Atkinson. Okay, cool. That's what you're plugging, not your book that literally just came out. Okay. Yes. My partner was reading your book and I said, oh, that's Ev's book. She said, yes. I said, how is it? She said, it's incredible. You would hate it. I said, that's probably true. <laughs> so, Fair yeah. enough. It's all Japanese political intrigue. That's not true. Mm-hmm. Is it political intrigue? A lot Oof. of it. Yikes. Love it. It's what the it's what the book of Boba Fett should have been. <laughs> uh all right. Uh Ebo, that's all I have this week. I'm not plugging anything. I feel like Please get out of here. Plug free, the way to be. Mm-hmm. I'm, just like Haddle would want. Just us. like Haddle I'm plugging Haddleism. <laughs> I'm plugging Dave Matthews collected works. That's a good ass album. I was just listening to American Baby this morning. He's what happened to Dave Matthews? He's still he around. He's still around. He's not as bad as people. He's a punchline, but I enjoyed. I've always enjoyed Dave. Me I too. Think he got way. He got way overplayed. Yes. Like I feel like I feel like like him and Bob Marley were like the soundtrack to college. my like, college. Yes, yes absolutely. Yeah. And I just you couldn't walk past a fucking dorm without hearing one or the yeah. other. That and uh, OAR. Yes. Oh my god, I forgot about OAR. That was I did too, and I was like I was walking and i heard them playing through the speakers i'm like jesus christ it's all coming back to me this is yeah, horrible that is an ohio specific i think too weren't they an ohio band mm-hmm. yeah, i think so yeah. they're specifically like an athens thing but oar and fish yes jesus uh, all right i'm plugging oar this week of a revolution yes uh, well, how about a revolution how about a revolution and i said how about a revolution? and i said what about breakfast at tiffany's <laughs> i'm saker i'm lemon and we'll see you again in one week. God damn, that's a longie. Yeah, pull out, pull out. <laughs>